0: Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. During one of the Ken Fish afternoon sessions at the Fusion Conference, they were finishing up a time of ministry, and the speaker said, You know, some of you might need to come and do some repenting at the altar. So if you want to, I encourage you to come down. And it was interesting because I felt like the Lord was like, Get up out of your chair and go. And I was like, okay, I'm on it. And so there's, it wasn't quite like I'm sprinting to the altar, but kind of like, no, I am ready to just be in the presence of the Lord at the altar. And so, you know, I'm face down and I'm like, okay, Lord, what are we going to talk about? (laughs) You know, I'm ready to repent. Let me know. And it was fascinating to me because while I'm sure there were things to repent of, uh, I suspect that there probably always are. There was a part where the Lord was like, we're not actually going to talk about that right now. Just be in my presence. And so I was face down in the presence of the Lord. And which it sounds very grandiose, but it wasn't like I was having visions or anything. You know, it was just like, I'm just here with the Lord, open and ready for whatever he has. And I could kind of hear, um, you know, it felt a little bit like at a distance, but probably was fairly close to me. Somebody was weeping heavily. And I didn't cry. Like it, there wasn't. It was just a sweet time with the Lord. There wasn't like a wow. That we're just repenting. You know, let me give you my laundry list. And uh, sometime after that, you know, they dismissed people, and I'm still just like face down. <laughs> I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but there comes this time, at least for me, where it's almost like. I kind of like want to test things a little bit like, is the presence of the Lord actually strong here or am I just really tired? You know, like, are my limbs actually heavy or could I move them? And I suspect that I could move them, but it's almost like, but why would I want to? I'm just in the presence of the Lord and it's beautiful. And so at some point I overheard a little boy asking his mom, mom, why are there people just lying down? And she said, oh, they're just spending time with Jesus or something very sweet. You know, he had a voice you could kind of hear like, oh, he's probably under five. <laughs> very sweet little voice. And uh, and the time kept passing. And at some point I was like, okay, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to get up. And it probably was only, I don't know, a half an hour maybe, but it was so deeply restorative. Oh, it was deeply restorative. And I say all of that in part because I think, how often do we have a chance to go to the front and repent? I mean, that was kind of a unique opportunity. I don't know that I've had a lot of those presented to me in my life, but I wouldn't mind having more. Um, But I think there's also a part where I, I kind of wonder, like, why didn't everybody in the entire building, like, run to the front? And so <laughs> maybe I was just uniquely convicted. I don't know. But I guess I just want to encourage you that. <laughs> okay, how do I want to put this? If the Lord gives you the opportunity and you want to go, you need to go even if you wonder, like, will people think that I'm uniquely evil or something? Like, who cares? Just just go. But I think there's also a part where as Potential onlookers, we actually have no idea what the Lord is doing in the lives of other people. So one of my favorite examples of this, um, Bob tells a story about one of his spiritual sons, the African-American, I don't know if he'd be revivalist or anyway, uh, Jonathan Tremaine Thomas, who runs Civil Righteousness, which is a reconciliation movement. And at one point, Jonathan Tremaine, JT, was at a pastor's luncheon in Nashville, and all of a sudden, as a weeping intercessor, he was hit with the spirit of intercession and weeping intercession, and he started weeping. And Bob, as another weeping intercessor, could look at that and say, oh, I know what this is, but... He could also look around the room at all the other pastors and recognize most of them have no clue what is going on. And they think that JT, you know, kind of like, was he a rapist or, you know, is he cheating on his wife or, you know, like what horrible sins has he committed recently that he's just overcome with this guilt and remorse instead of recognizing like, no, that's actually not what's happening. (laughs) And so I guess there's an element of saying, Lord... I know for me, I'm pretty sure I would have been in that camp of like, oh my word, what is he repenting of now? And yet that's just, that was me out of ignorance and judgment. That was not, it's not flattering. It's more just, you know, if you don't know better, you don't know what's happening. It can be confusing. And so, Lord, I'm asking for your church, for your bride, that we would hear your voice clearly, that we would go where you tell us to go, (laughs) up front to repent if we need to, Um, but Lord, that the people around us would be gentle, um, that we would be gentle with those around us, that there would be, ah, the ability to, I guess, just hold, hold with yeah, the, the gentleness of Jesus, both our hearts and the hearts of those that we come in contact with. So thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen.